Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. I have returned. Casey, how are you? How was your little weekend, long weekend without me? It was fine. It was, you were not here. The gingerbread man wasn't here. Everybody just left town and left me <laughs> stranded. Which is like your ideal situation, right? Not when I have a ticket blast, another work event, and two shows to do alone. It just, it turned into a busy weekend, but like it was fine. Everything went well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to be back. I was in Florida over the weekend and a whirlwind, like adults only was at Disney for a day or two. Had a convention to go to, just kind of like, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I stayed up until one o'clock on Sunday morning, Casey. This is huge for Remy. Sorry, Monday morning. This is huge. I don't know that I've been out that late in ever. Well, ever? Well, college. But post kids, man. Right. We were at the park at seven o'clock and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to nine. <laughs> I still feel that way, especially with daylight savings time. Now that it's dark, mm, yeah. I'm in bed by 6 p.m. the last three nights in a row. Thankfully, uh, Disney has a lot of food offerings. So that's what kept me awake. Uh-huh. That's how I stay awake through movies, too. Just constant food. Uh, we've got Hootie and the Blowfish tickets today. That's something awesome to come back to. And we've got tickets at 730. We're going to do dramatic readings. Haven't done those in a while. Love it. Uh, we've also got Old Dominion tickets at uh, with the big three. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. From rhinestones to rock and roll, something special is airing tonight about Dolly Parton. It's a whole feature happening on ABC after the CMAs. It'll be an hour long and it'll interview iconic country m- music artist. Dolly Parton. She'll sit down with Robin Roberts to cover her career and obviously her latest endeavor in rock and roll music. And there's going to be a lot of familiar faces in there too that you'll recognize, including Luke Bryan, Jelly Roll, Lenny Wilson, Luke Combs, Carrie Underwood, and more. Ask me what I love about Dolly Parton and I'll say everything. Dolly Parton is iconic. Magnificent. The living legend. Dolly is everything I think the world should be. We all need more Dolly. Dolly is Dolly. Period. And so since it airs right after the CMAs, I feel like it'll just be a perfect way to put a bow on a big night of country music on ABC. Do you think that like they sit down, like Dolly sits down with her team on a weekly basis and are like, how are we going to going to do more good in this world? Because I feel like she pops up every single week on Casey Covers Country doing something awesome. It's Dolly or it's Jelly Roll. Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) At this point? They're both in that like household name. Now I don't have to work on the come up anymore. I can just work on the things that I feel excited about. And it always turns out to be awesome. So they're going to get into everything from her key to a lasting marriage and also how her husband, Carl Dean, has actually had a lot of influence over the music that she releases, specifically her rock and roll album, Rockstar. If you'll remember, whenever she was nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she actually turned it down and she was like, no, I don't want to be nominated for this. I just feel like I haven't deserved it. Like it's going to go to somebody else who has deserved it. And then they went ahead and just inducted her anyway. And they said, Dolly, sit down, be quiet. You're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So she says, quote, I did it for them. I did it for me. I did it for Carl. I can't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and not try to earn it. And I feel like I earned my keep with this new album. Most of the songs I chose, I chose for Carl. And I know that they were good songs because he knows good music. 
That's awesome. Yeah I, yeah, I think it makes it a lot more personal for just to know that she made this album not just because somebody else put her into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but because a lot of it relates back to her husband, who we never get to hear about anyway. I feel like Eminem was also nominated yeah. for this. He's probably in it. Did he make a rock album? He is in it. He did nothing. Yeah, exactly. So that was another <laughs> thought I had as I was reading this, is she will go above and beyond to make sure that, you know, she's got it all together, that nobody can say at least she didn't try. You yeah, know? yeah. Dolly's awesome. Yeah, so that special will be on tonight on ABC right after the CMAs. Remy and Casey. Is pre-check actually worth it? 314-699-4766. Let us know in the text line. This kind of sparked last night as we had this debate. We were kind of running late to the airport in TSA Orlando. TSA pre-check. TSA pre-check, yeah. Uh, is there another pre-check? I didn't know what you were talking about at first. I had to think about it. Okay. TSA pre-check, is it worth it? We were kind of running a bit behind on our way to Orlando. Anybody that's ever gone to the airport there from Disney knows that there is, there's always traffic in Orlando. And we hit that. And I have global entry and kind of royalty in the uh, TSA pre-check world. Right. I don't know if you know this. Uh, a friend of ours also has TSA pre-check. Uh, but my wife and her husband did not. So I went into the regular line with my wife. She was like, nah. I'm going to pre-check. The you. other friend left her husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just kept going. Exactly. I'll see you there, honey. We're but all going uh, to the same place. I think the the uh, interesting part about this is that as more and more people learn about TSA pre-check and how accessible it is and how easy it is to yeah. get, if everybody is special, then does nobody become special? Because she only beat us by about five to ten minutes. Maybe it was just also an extra busy day. Like maybe that's an extra busy. On both sides, in St. Louis and in Orlando. Because I could have gone through that line, but I decided, you know, I was going to be a, a decent human and stay with my spouse. <laughs> I will say I, um, I never really had TSA pre-check but the gingerbread man and his family did. Yeah. And so I had been on maybe like one or two trips with them and they, you know, zoom, would fly through and I would stand in the line, which is totally fine. Like it, I've never really known or cared any other way. But before we went on a cruise last year at this time, they were like, listen, we're just going to get it for you. <laughs> we're just all going through pre-check and that is what it is. Okay. It's so wild to me that like people with it will just leave the party that they're with. I think I would. Would you? I'd be like, why do I have to go through security? I paid 80 bucks for this. I'll see you on the other side. It's not like you're going to get lost. <laughs> so like the one or two times that the person you're with is traveling throughout the year, they don't need fully, TSA pre-check. I am fully airport efficiency. Like if I got to leave you behind, I'm leaving you behind. <laughs> if you don't know where you're heading, it's not my fault. Uh, well, I guess the question here is, is TSA pre-check worth it? And then are you leaving your spouse? Are you leaving your party because you have it and the rest? of your people don't. You have TSA pre-check, but your spouse or the rest of your party does not. Do you go through the TSA pre-check line and let them go through regular security? That's the question. 314. I travel a lot for, for work and my wife and kids don't, so I leave them at security and tell them I'm making sure they know we are here. Mm -hmm.
That's funny. And I think that leaving your wife with her children through security is. With children, uh, yeah, that's a, that adds <laughs> another layer to things for sure. Just going to call you out right here. It's a crappy move, bro. It's a crappy move. Uh, from the 618, I recently got pre check and the line just always moves quicker. And that's true. Like the one or that's two times that I've point, actually yeah. been able to like go through, it may look like the line is longer than like the regular security, but right, you don't have to take not. off your shoes. You just pop on your, you know, carry on, boom, you're through. Uh, from the 636, no, I wouldn't leave my husband. He would probably get lost without me. Yeah, that's what I mean. If that's how it is, I think I... Ye- you're either the navigator in an airport or you're the or follower. Or you're the mindless one. Yeah, you're just like follow. Which one are you, Casey? Oh, I think you're I'm probably the, the navigator. I know the gate. I yeah. know the time. I know the everything. And when we're, when we're walking through security and we finally get done with it and the gingerbread man goes, so what gate are we? Oh, gosh. <laughs> it sends something down my spine. Put your face in your phone and just walk behind me, okay? I got this covered. Uh, do, uh, I guess if if some of your party doesn't have TSA pre-check, but you do, are you still going through that line? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Hollywood, fame, fortune, it usually all leads up to... Uh, mental issues. Plastic surgery. <laughs> that too. <laughs> well, Barbara Streisand is getting real about why she never went under the knife just to adjust the thing that I think most people might actually recognize her for, her nose. Mm. So in her new memoir, My Name is Barbara, she said that she was repeatedly told throughout her career that she needed to get a nose job and cap her teeth in order to be more successful in show business. And she writes in her book, isn't my talent enough? A nose job would hurt and it would be expensive. Besides, how could I trust anybody to do exactly what I wanted and no more? Which is another thing I feel like you hear celebrities talking about like, oh, I only wanted this. And then yeah. and then they did 13 things. <laughs> Barbara Streisand says she's always liked her nose and never wanted to move forward with any sort of plastic surgery because she felt that it would affect her voice. She said she once had a doctor told her like, oh, you have a deviated septum, like let us fix it for you. And her immediate thought was, maybe that's why I have the voice that I do. Maybe that's why I'm famous. Like I'm a singer and a performer and an actress and you say you fix this and then I don't sound like me anymore. It'll ruin the whole bit. It's all in the schnoz. All the talent, it just lives right there. It just lives right up in there. She says, it was too much of a risk. Who knew what it might do to my voice? When a doctor told me that I had a deviated septum, I said, maybe that's why I sound the way I do. But I guess when you become famous, you become public property. You're an object to be examined, photographed, and analyzed. And half the time, I didn't even recognize the person they were talking about. So I try to avoid reading anything about myself. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, how much the nose affects your voice. Uh, And, you know, having a nose job or surgery in that area can affect your voice. Yeah. Think about when you have a stuffy nose. Like, people can immediately tell. yeah. People can immediately tell you're stuffed up. So I totally get That's her moneymaker, right? Her voice. I kind of hope or... I wonder, I I think somebody's probably done this before, but I wonder if anybody's ever made like a side-by-side of voices before and after nose jobs when it comes to celebrities. And if you can tell a difference, I think that's pretty interesting. I always think it's cool whenever uh, whenever singers get vocal cord surgery and the doctor 
before the uh, surgery is like, hey, what note do you want to hit? Because they can oh tweak some gosh. stuff. They can tweak some stuff to make you sing higher. That's crazy. To <laughs> yeah. Oh, I kind of hate that. But today, at 81 years old, Barbara Streisand says she still got pride in knowing that she never gave in, and instead she protected her voice and protected literally her face. Good for her. Good for her. Her memoirs out now. It's called My Name Is Barbara. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. This might be the most unprofessional news of all time. I'm not sure who needs to hear this, but Disney theme park workers would really appreciate it if you stop uh, crapping in line. That's disgusting. You sent the story to me, so. I saw this headline and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it is disgusting. I skimmed. I didn't really get into the deets because I figured you would fill me in since you're the Disney uh, yeah. fanatic here. It's probably better that you skimmed this article. There's a rumor that's been going around that some Disney guests are so desperate to keep their spot in line that they'll resort to relieving uh. themselves right there on the ground. According to the write-up, if it's true... It happens at Disneyland and Disney World more than you think. Someone on Reddit recently said that they saw a parent let their kid drop a deuce while standing in line for the ride Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Oh my gosh. Are we talking on the ground? Are we talking in the pants? Are we talking this is so... From the article, it was just it was there, like on the ground. So yes. Oh my gosh. What kind of parent is Diaperless. that? You know what? You see... Anybody who's been to Disney World knows that you see parents from all walks of life. Sure. From just letting their kids run around in just a diaper, all the things. You see it all. So this doesn't surprise me at all. This is probably happens more often than you think. I think it's the parents' uh, reaction to it or what they decide to do next that right. is imperative, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because also it is one thing if your child just has an accident, but yes. if you're allowing it to happen or if you are letting it sit there and continuing on the path, whatever it is, that is how I'm judging you from here on out. Yeah. Rise of the Resistance is one of the more popular rides at Disney World, so you're probably going to be in line for no less than an hour, okay. I'd say. Uh, so sometimes, and when that, when that ride first came out, it could be upwards of like, you know, 200, 240 minutes. It's a lot. An employee backed this person up in the comments and said that there were actually three crap-related incidents that day. Just in that line alone, kids aren't the only ones doing it either. Happens with adults, too. Another worker at Disney World said that there's a specific hallway employees call the poop hall because it happens so much. Oh, my gosh. That's it's, disgusting. That's in the line for Get flight of... line! That's in the line for flight of passage. I feel like they will let you back in if you got out. I don't understand... <laughs> I don't understand why you would want to do that. Having no... Toilet paper. <laughs> just or just then then someone's got to smell it, whether it's the people around you or the people that are walking past it. If you left it on the ground back yeah. there, it's just disgusting, and it's a little like it's so desperate. There are two former Disneyland janitors that wrote a book about it called "Cleaning the Kingdom." There's a whole chapter called "Disgusting Things." I'm telling you, the amazing amount of people that are at Disney World and Disneyland, this is inevitable. Millions of people Ugh. from all walks of life are at Disney. But now you know that in that line that you're standing in for over an hour, maybe two sometimes, 
someone decided to relieve themselves on the ground. This is only giving me <laughs> bigger reason to just not go. Remy and Casey. We've got Hootie and the Blowfish tickets for the rest of the week because... Darius. Darius. They'll be at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater June 1st of next year with Collective Soul and Edwin McCain. Hitting the road. We're going to play dramatic readings for the rest of the week. I'll read some lyrics to a Hootie song. You tell us which song it is and you could win. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Put a little Dylan sitting on a fence. I say that line is great and you ask me what it meant by said I shot a man named Gray took his wife to Italy she inherited a million bucks and when she died it came to me all right, you think you know it? 314-954-9230. This week we're doing Hootie and the Blowfish tickets, uh, but we're playing a game called Dramatic Reading. So I will read some of the lyrics to a Hootie song. You identify the song and you could win. 92.3, hello, who's this? Matt. Matt, I'm going to read these lyrics in dramatic fashion once more. Put on a little okay. Dylan sitting on the fence. I say that line is great. And you ask me what it meant by said... I shot a man named Gray, took his wife to Italy. She inherited a million bucks, and when she died, it came to me. What song is that? Dolphins Make Me Cry. That is not the title uh, of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the title of the song? Um, Dolphins, it's... Um, oh my God, Matt's winded. <laughs> I know this song. It's all, this is the first song I ever learned to play on the guitar. Um, dolphins make me cry. Um, you, hurry! I don't know. Give me, give me another hand. I can get it. I know I can. Five, four, three, two. That I don't know. Oh, oh no! Hurry up, try again. Ninety-two-three. Hello, who's this? Emily. Emily, what's the song? Only wanna be with you. Hopefully you don't have plans on June 1st the next year because you're going to see Hootie and the Blowfish. Awesome. Thank you so much. Remy and Casey. All right. Time to play the big three. Amy in St. Louis playing alongside Casey this morning. I'm going to go ahead and spin the wheel, see what we're playing. Spin it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, there it is. Looks like we're playing uh, Cost for Cameo today. I'm going to give you two celebrities. You tell me who costs more on the website Cameo. Okay. This should be sponsored. I forget that Cameo is still a thing. Like, I know, right? buying Cameos I in 2023? Ab- I thought about this, and it really had a stride of what, like, I would give 2019? it 2020. Yeah. yeah, 2020 was good because it was like everybody was at home. Yeah. But here's the exhibit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or some rapper from the 90s, you know? All right, so I'm going to give you two celebrities. You tell me who costs more. Are you ready, Casey? Yes. You you can go to Amy for one of these. It's 50-50. Who costs more, Rodney Atkins or Gary LaVox from Rascal Flats? Rodney. Killed his wife with a pillow. Atkins or Gary. Hand on the ear while he's singing LaVox. Gary LaVox has to be more. In a in a correct world, Gary Lavox is more. <laughs> in a correct world. So that's what I'll go with. All right. So Gary Lavox 
for number one. All right, number two, Aaron Andrews from ESPN or Kathy Najimy from Hocus Pocus and only Hocus Pocus. She never did anything else. Right. <laughs> I just feel like Aaron Andrews has so much more going on. So she would be more expensive. And I feel like Kathy Najimy just has like the time. I'm going to go Aaron Andrews. Aaron Andrews, final answer. Yes. Here we go with number three. We're back to the country world. Some ladies of country, Carly Pierce or Sarah Evans. I'm really curious because like they do have lives. So do they a lot like Tuesdays from 10 to noon? Like that's their cameo time. Yeah, just knock out all the cameos for the week. Uh, Carly or Sarah Evans. Again, in a correct world, it's Carly Pierce. No hate to Sarah Evans. But I feel like that's, in a correct world, it's Carly Pierce. But Sarah Evans really isn't doing all that much to make money. So maybe it's Sarah Evans. And maybe she's just <laughs> killing it on Cameo. Suds in the bucket and my Cameo out on the line. Yeah. That was good. I'll just go with Sarah Evans. Sarah Evans is more. Sarah Evans is more because she probably needs to be. Final answer. Yeah. Okay. We go to Amy. How many out of three do you think Casey got right today? Two. Two. Oh, man. It's a bad one today. It's not a good one. It's mm. not a good one. I think you were right with your whole real world. Like, with if this my was reasonings? a correct world, yes. then uh, yeah. Rodney Atkins charges $299 for a cameo. While Gary Lavox from Rascal Flats come in and comes in at a cool two twenty five, mm. yeah. And who was calling Rodney Atkins for a cameo? What do you want uh, in your stocking this year? You want a little Rascal Flats? You want some Gary Lavox? Like, whoo! Merry Christmas! I, I do think that Gary Lavox have would have something more interesting to say. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Number two, Aaron Andrews or Kathy Najimy. Aaron Andrews is $250. She's from ESPN, obviously. Mm -hmm. Kathy and Jimmy, $333. Yeah. So there you go. And you got the last one right with Sarah Evans and Carly Pierce. Sarah Evans is more. She's $200. Carly Pierce for a bargain, $85. Carly Pierce is $85 yes. on Cameo. That is a bargain. She is the ex-CMA and ACM entertainer yeah. of the year, if you've never heard her say it out loud. And I think if you have a Carly Pierce fan, that's a perfect Christmas gift idea. Price is going up after today. We just talked about it. So Not she's going to be like, what's this influx of... Of cameos. of cameos. They're all from St. Louis. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, Amy's still going to get those Old Dominion tickets, so congratulations on that. Yes. Always a fun time. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Earlier, I think I said that the CMA Awards were tonight. They're tomorrow night. Um... And the artists who are nominated and performing are all, I'm sure, hyper-focused today on the biggest night in country music, including Luke Bryan, who is hosting the event tomorrow night with his good buddy. I almost forgot his name. With his good buddy, Peyton Manning. <laughs> Co-hosting with Peyton is all gloves are off. We can cut up with one another, have a little fun, roast each other a little bit. It takes a little bit of the pressure off during the night, you know, even if I've got a performance. But the bottom line is it's going to be a fun thing to share with Peyton. And on the other hand, just being nominated for awards are huge, not to mention the biggest one of the night, the most heart racing, uh, most honorable award. 
Entertainer of the Year, and this is how Carrie Underwood's feeling about it going into it. Um, such an honor to be nominated in Entertainer of the Year. Hopefully, above all, we can all just remember that, you know, it's a celebration of, of a great year in country music and in our careers. And Jason Aldean is reaching out, or I should say speaking out, about who he hopes to win Entertainer of the Year. Mm. Do you have any guesses? Uh, Lainey Wilson. Morgan. Wow. Up for Entertainer of the Year, <laughs> Lainey Wilson, Morgan Wallen, <laughs> Carrie Underwood. I should have guessed that. <laughs> Luke Holmes, and of course, the one and only Chris Stapleton. I'm thankful for it, and uh, it's very nice. I don't think anybody deserves it. You know, it's, it's a lot of luck and a lot of... Uh, stars lining up and and so uh, i'm i'm grateful for the moment he's not one for all the uh the flashiness he says i don't think anybody deserves it do you know what the criteria fine. of entertainer of the year is is there like a checklist i just so happen to have the criteria for entertainer of the year we'll give it to us the award is for the act of displaying the greatest competence in all aspects of the entertainment field the voters should give consideration not only to recorded performance but also in-person performance public acceptance leadership and overall contribution to country music meaning they look good in the public eye they're yep. not getting too scandalous at morgan wall in 2020 they've probably put out an album within the last year or so mm-hmm. all of them check and they um i would say i guess have a great following yeah i bet social media is a big part of this social media just bringing eyes to the country music world yeah and i think of all of those laney wilson probably has the most social media appearance over the past year two i'd say right out of these artists, yeah, definitely. It's so, it's honestly kind of wild that Lainey is nominated to be in this category. Yeah. Considering she just won Best New Artist, I think, two years ago. She won Female Artist last year. She's only had three radio singles, and they've only happened within the last two years. Like, it is amazing that she is nominated in the same category as Carrie Underwood, who's been doing this since 20, I'm sorry, 2004. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Miranda Lambert a little bit in that come up where it's just in the first maybe two or three years, it was like, Miranda, boom, every award, she's winning them. Yeah. You know? I would be ecstatic for Lainey if she wins this. I totally understand if she doesn't because she's so green, but I think a lot of people are on the Morgan Wallen train. You can vote for who you think should win Entertainer of the Year on our Instagram story and on our Facebook page, all in Shiloh of 64. Remy and Casey. What outdated tech are you perfectly okay with using still to this day? 314-699-4766. This all kind of occurred to me over the weekend when we were in Florida. We rented a car, which is something I usually don't do. We'll usually just like take the Disney buses everywhere, but I had to go some other places this time. So I got a rental car. And they're usually pretty new. Yeah. This was a Mazda CX-5 or something like that. So it was like a miniature SUV. And it was brand new. It had all the bells and whistles and all the things. And half of the time, this stupid thing was yelling at me and telling me to break and telling me that I was going over lines. And we're in the middle of an intersection on a green light. Totally fine. It's telling me to break, 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 break on my heads up display. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is going on here? So mine, my piece of outdated technology that I'm perfectly okay with is my 4Runner from 2015. Because none of that is on this car. 
I, I, this does make me wonder, like, do they actually make cars now without all of the things? Because I know, yes, I know you can shut all those settings off. We did it on a car recently. But it's, do they make a car that is so cut and dry anymore? Like, do they make, could they make an iPhone that is so 2009? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a, the flip phone, flip phone version. Could that be an version? option? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, like you said, you can turn all the settings off. I wasn't about to go and it's waste rental, some time, yeah. you know, for whatever. But uh, it's just, I Part of it's like unsafe too. Perfectly fine intersection, green light telling me to brake. Okay, I don't understand why. I would say my choice for something like this comes from over the a couple weekends ago. I was working a merch stand, and um, every person that walked up did the little tap to pay or Apple Pay on their phone, yeah. or people were paying through their smartwatches, and it really took me back because I was like, "Oh, I have never once in my whole entire life tapped to pay. I've never used Apple Pay. I've and I'm so fine with it. I'm. Let me show you my chip." <laughs> Just yeah. tell me where to put it. Yeah. Or I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where someone will take your card and they tap it. Like uh, the cashier will will go ahead and tap for you. Mine doesn't work on my card. Mm-hmm. So that I'm always trying to, you know, I'm showing them my chip too. It's it's one of those things <laughs> where I'm like, okay, I get it. It's so cool. It's so inspector gadget when someone walks up with their watch and just, yeah. Boop, 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 yeah, yeah. and they've paid. But also I'm totally fine with, you know, just let me pull out my card and let me, the chip. Yeah. What outdated tech are you perfectly okay with still using? Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. We were just talking about what outdated tech are you perfectly okay with uh, using still 314-699-4766. This after I rented a car over the weekend in Florida when we were there and it had all the bells and whistles. It was telling me to brake in the middle of intersections and uh, alarming me when I went over the middle, the center line. It was crazy. It was just overwhelming. (laughs) I just wanted to turn all of it off. Uh, So we go to the text slide here. Amber says real cash going off of Casey's story uh, with you wanting to use the chip or whatever. Uh, we had we went with some friends and one of our friends was paying in cash and I was like, gosh, that's uh, something you don't see every day. Yeah. $100 bill. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the last time I've really paid for anything in cash. Yeah, right. Uh, from the 618, I still pay all my bills by check. I just stopped doing that not too long ago. My parents do this. A year or two ago. Uh, and uh, from the 636, we still use Nintendo 64. That's outdated for sure. But video games was on this was on this list as well, like old video yeah. game consoles. I think that's always fun to, uh, to go back in time, hit get that hidden nostalgia from your childhood for sure. What's that outdated piece of technology you still use? Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Eric Rhodes, nominated by Caden Hall. Eric is an EMT with MedStar Ambulance in East St. Louis and Lytton Ambulance Service. Uh, Eric goes above and beyond for the people in both, both of those communities he helps and absolutely loves being there for people. Eric, you were nominated by Caden, and Caden sent this request song. It's Strawberry Wine. There are so many ways to get Jingle Fest tickets. It's insane. This week alone, we have five Jingle Fest ticket blasts. Five this week. Yeah, so starting Thursday and going through Sunday, uh, you've got one on Thursday at Case and Buck's Grub and Pub in Barnhart. Yep. That from uh, 6 to 8. 
8. Yep. And then on Friday at Wendy's in Chesterfield from 4 to 6. And then I've got one at Goodwill in Granite City on uh, Saturday from 2 to 4. Then Marty's got one at IHOP on Sunday from 1 to 3 in St. Peter's. And then I'll finish out the weekend uh, with Bailey's Irish Cream at... Main Street, Honky Tonk, 6 to 8 on Sunday. Going to be coming in here Monday morning like, what's up? Snoozing. I'm tired. (laughs) But we've got plenty of opportunities for you to get those Jingle Fest tickets. I mean, now we're talking three weeks. Yeah, it's time. If you haven't gotten your tickets or at least haven't made a plan on how you're going to win them yet, now's the time to do it because I've already got my cousins texting me. Um, we we think we need about 12 tickets. <laughs> I said, girl, you better go to a ticket blast. <laughs> uh, if you need any info on those Jingle Fest ticket blasts, all you got to do is go to 923WIL.com. All right, that's it for us today. Uh, it's my Monday. I'm kind of... Mm, I guess I'll take it as a Tuesday since it's only a four day week for me. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. You're done with a Tuesday already. You've only got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday left. You're all set. Did you miss me? No. Dang it. It's uh, no, honestly, it is really not as fun when you're just talking to the wall, (laughs) talking to the text line. (laughs) I was in Florida for kind of a long weekend, took Friday and Monday off back today. So it's, it's good to be back in the saddle and doing this again and, uh, come back to Hootie and the Blowfish tickets. I mean, that's pretty fun. Pretty random on WIL, (laughs) but Hey, we'll support Darius however we can. Yeah, that's right. I I feel like anybody, anybody who's a kid of the nineties can appreciate that, that, that concert's going to be awesome with collective soul. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, Edwin McCain. Edwin McCain. Yes. One song. That's it. One song. (laughs) I kind of feel the same way about Collective Soul that I only know one song. Yeah, I think they've got they've got a handful that that you might know recognize. Yeah, I I couldn't recall any off the bat, but uh, it's going to be a good show. We've got tickets at seven thirty again tomorrow for Hootie and the Blowfish plus Old Dominion at eight o'clock with the Big Three. So be here again tomorrow. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we'll see you on a Wednesday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on. Facebook at 92.3 W-I-L.